Hello, I'm Lisa McCoy, and welcome to It's Not Always Special, a podcast about the special needs child and for people who don't know anyone with special needs. Because when we know better, we do better. And I truly feel that as a society, we aren't doing very well when it comes to interacting with and taking care of people with special needs. I'm the mom of a 28-year-old daughter with Down syndrome and autism. She has a twin brother and a younger sister. In this podcast, we'll talk to siblings of those with special needs, learn about new technologies and treatments, investigate best places to live if you have a child with special needs, and open up about marriages that don't survive having a child with challenges. We'll tackle anything else that comes down our path. I hope you'll listen in, hit subscribe, and most importantly, please share us with a friend. On today's episode, we travel to Chicago to talk with Chris Colicchio about his younger sister, Madison, who has autism. Chris and his siblings grew up in the Rockland County area of New York, and much of his family still lives there. Not unlike my own children, you will find that Chris harbors no resentment toward his sister and having grown up with a sibling who is different. Quite the opposite. Chris says, my life is better because of her. When I listen to Chris, I'm reminded of what Brene Brown says about compassion. She says, compassion is not a virtue. It's a commitment. It's not something we have or don't have. It's something we choose to practice. We'll be back with today's episode right after this. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Doing good. Okay. So um, one of the first questions I like to ask people to get us started is to, uh, not really a question, but tell us a little bit about your family dynamics, who your sister is, uh, who you are, and uh, where you're all at. Yeah, definitely. So um, I am am the oldest of four. Um, We grew up in Rockland County, New York. Um, I have a, a two two younger sisters, um, one who's uh, 33. I ha- I'm one who's 22, Madison, who is on the spectrum. Um, and then I have my brother who is 27, uh, uh, Cameron, and he um, they all they all live back in New York. My my youngest sister currently lives with my mother and my stepfather um, in the house that we grew up with uh, grew up in. So it's uh yeah it's we, we kind of, I would say that we kind of grew up, um, you know, my, my parents started, my parents split up when I, we were, I was 18 and heading off to college. Um, and, you know, a lot of it had to do with, with, you know, their, their relationship over the years kind of, um, being affected by having four, probably four kids, uh, in general. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, obviously there, there's a, there's a really high rate of, divorce amongst uh, parents of autistic children. Um, so af- after, I would say after Madison was diagnosed, and she was diagnosed pretty early at the age of two, um, you know, I think it, it had a, a pretty profound impact on my mom, um, especially going through the struggle of getting a diagnosis back then, um, just the, the lack of information that was out there. Um, you know, and you could, I, I remember, you know, being pretty, pretty young, I was, I think I was in middle school or just going into high school. I was around that time, maybe seventh, eighth grade. 
uh, when Madison was diagnosed. And I remember that year um, just being a, you know, a real struggle going to a ton of doctors, seeing her upset all the time. Um, and, you know, I, it was almost like a, a, a relief once we were able to get the diagnosis, especially for her, because, you know, then there's a then you could put together kind of like a plan of action. Right. And and you kind of know what's going on with your child. And now being a father myself, it, you know, I think about it a lot because you see a lot of um, you see a lot of stuff out there now about uh, people being, you know, anti-vaxxers and things like that. And it's funny when I think back at, back on it, that all kind of started with with moms. And I, I believe it was Jenny McCarthy at the time. Um, there's just such a lack of information and a lack of diagnosis for, uh, you know, for, for kids on the spectrum and moms were looking for like an explanation. You know, they wanted to know why they noticed that their kids were, were, uh, you know, uh, you know, going backwards in terms with, in terms of their speech and, and their eye contact and things like that. And, you know, you, you, you see the, uh, you see the, the parallels to the timing of, um, uh, you know, getting, or, you know, vaccinating your children. Right. So it, it was, it, it was like a difficult time and obviously things that have, you know, been proven otherwise now, but um, there was, there became this like strong kind of hatred for people who, who were pushing that, that kind of narrative, but really where it started was people just trying to keep their kids safe, you know, and not knowing what was, you know, what was affecting them and, 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 there's such a lack of research and a lack of uh, funding around autism awareness and everything like that. It's really, it was really just, you know, mom's looking for answers. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was luckily Madison was diagnosed uh, pretty early, especially for that time period. And uh, you know, we were able to get her into some like some, some pretty uh, big names in terms of uh, doctors, you know, in the, the New York area. Um, and yeah, she's, she's she's a very very friendly happy girl she loves computers she loves photography she loves painting drawing um we recently realized that she has we we, we crack up because it's i i always say like if i if i was on the spectrum or if madison wasn't we would be pretty much the same person um, <laughs> she she can she's memorized pretty much the lyrics to every song um and we kind of watched her process uh the this past summer with her headphones on and how she kind of plays parts over and over again because she also has like a beautiful singing voice <laughs> and she kind of just is able to mimic all these different artists from like Adele to uh uh you know who else is she like she likes Adele you know Justin Bieber she like all, all popular music Kelly Clarkson um so she uh <clears throat> she's kind of like a Rolodex of uh of pop music right now but um yeah she we we're, we're really lucky because uh, you know, a lot of autistic children um, or children on the on the the spectrum, they they aren't very affectionate, and they aren't you know they'll they'll attach themselves kind of you know to to you know one person or their or or like things their you know their hobbies or their interests. Um, Madison has been is is a really loving loving kid, really affectionate kid. Now she loves my mom more than anything in the world, uh, so that you know when she was diagnosed i would say we we all kind of became parents at that time um i i i point to that that time period because my my younger brother and he'll hate that i say this but he was 
he was a difficult little kid. <laughs> he, you know, he had some like delayed speech and stuff like that. And a lot of that was a lot of his behavior was like frustration, not being able to communicate. And, um, you know, once Madison was diagnosed and we kind of saw that the impact on my mom, even him being so, so much younger, like six years younger than me, he, you know, we all kind of stopped our fighting. I don't think I can remember a time that like any of, uh, you know, any of us have argued since then, to be honest with you. Um, so you kind of rallied around your mom and you rallied around your sister. Mm-hmm. So do your other, you have, let's see, there's three boys and one girl. Uh, there's uh, two boys and two girls. So my sister, my sister, Kim is 33. Okay. So uh, do your other siblings have a similar relationship with Madison? Yes. Yes. Okay. I would say that, you know, I, I have, I have been around the least, obviously, over the years, being you know, living in Chicago and and having gone to college um, in in Virginia and and just kind of being out of the house more. My brother was was there uh, for, for the longest period of time. Um, my sister's also been out of the house, but lives you know fairly close. Uh, but my brother and her, the relationship that they kind of built is like is is really really strong. But it's it's interesting. She you know, it, I think it's. Uh, what I realized over the years was, was, you know, kind of just kind of just talking to her as, as just like you would any 22 year old kid and, and, and not like kind of dumbing things down or babying, babying or whatever. And just knowing that like she's in the room and stuff like that. Cause I think a lot of times people will, will kind of act like, Oh, you know, they'll talk about them and they're sitting in the chair and they're not thinking that they're listening. Um, I think that that has, had like a, a a pretty big impact on my relationship with Madison because I go home and you know I I don't have to like ask her things twice or tell her things twice you know she comes with me she's comfortable with me if there's a, like a, a strange or a situation we're going into where maybe it's somebody's house or maybe it's you know even to my even to my dad sometimes um, we'll go over there and things that she's not comfortable doing or or would normally say sit at the kitchen table and not on the couch ever you know, I, I'll go over there with her. My brother will go over there with her. And, and um, all of a sudden she's, you know, she's uh, moving around the house and, and sitting on the couch and watching TV. So there's, there's definitely a kind of a special relationship that we all have with her. And just like a bond that we, that we've definitely grown or, you know, that we definitely have with her. That's like, I would say more parental than anything. So you knew, clearly you knew early on that Madison was different um, and you rallied mm -hmm. around your mom. Um, and one of the things um, that I always ask people is, um, did you feel like you missed out on things or that your parents gave you any less mm -hmm. attention because they were focused on your sibling? And based on your comments, it's, you know, this rallying around your mom and being there for your sister um, I, I, it seems like, no, you didn't really miss out on anything. It's there. Mm -hmm. You were more, uh, supportive of your mom and being there for your sister. Is that, I, am I getting that right impression from you? Yeah, correct. Yeah. We, I, I, we always joke around, you know, it, it kind of made it an easy question. If, if we were four, four kids and nobody was on the spectrum, we would probably be at Christmas being like, Oh, I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite, but we all know Madison's the favorite. <laughs> and that but at the same time uh i have two great parents i i got four great parents now um yeah i've you know i've had my my ups and downs in 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 my life uh and i don't 
I have never felt for one second that, um, you know, my mother or my father haven't been there for me, um, you know, to, in, in, in so many ways, you know, my, my, my mom being just a, just kind of a superhero when it comes to that stuff. Um, she, you know, she, ca- she cares about her children more than, unfortunately, sometimes more than herself. You know, she's the type of person who, if she had 50 bucks in her pocket, she would feel bad, even if the shoes on her feet were falling, falling apart, she would feel bad spending money on sh- new shoes. So she, you know, she will give it to her kids, you know, and, and, and not blink. And um, even, you know, she went through some really hard times during the, the divorce and we were in the house with her and, um, you know, money, money was really, really tight. And there was a few times things happened where, you know, lights got shut off, bills weren't able to get paid. It, you know, it was quite, quite a stressful time. And I look back at it and I just do not know how she was able to keep it together. Um, I can't imagine that had to be extremely difficult. And the fact that you and your siblings were old enough to be aware of all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, definitely probably the hardest time of hardest time of all of our lives. Um, and yet I don't, I do not sense any resentment. Mm-mm. Never. Now, what, and what, cause it wasn't, it was, there was nothing to, you know, we were old enough to, to, and mature enough to see that, you know, our, you know, my parents had, had, you know, had their issues before and split up a couple of times throughout my life um, and, and gotten back together. So there, we, we knew it had, it didn't have anything to do with, with Madison or yeah. And, and in terms of the attention and everything like that, no, we, we were, we were really close. Everything just kind of brought us closer together. Um, you know, I remember, you know, you, when you go through the, through the divorce, there, there are times where it's, it's kind of hard to, it's hard for parents when you have kids who know what's going on to not, you know, talk about it and not, and to not kind of want them to want people, them to be on your side or to, you know, it's, it's, it's hard when some, one of them's feeling slighted and that, you know, so what ends up happening is you kind of, they kind of get, you get in the middle of it a little bit or, or a lot of it at times. And that was, you know, the real challenge there because we were seeing the effects and living in the house with my mother and the impact it was having. Um, but we weren't, you look back at it now and, and in, in hindsight, and it's like, oh man, you know, we probably just weren't getting the whole picture. Um, but at the time I remember, you know, I remember and, and it still does to this day. I would say I don't have any any resentment or anything like that, but it definitely has impacted me in the sense that when I moved to Chicago, um, there was a there, I always had like a I felt like a big pressure on me because I think I think far ahead in the future when my mom's not able to take care of Madison and um, you know you know what the responsibilities would be between my brother and sister and. I kind of realized at that time period after the divorce um, that this was kind of my opportunity to to get out, to get ahead in life, to try to do as well as I could to maybe go live somewhere different. Because we all know at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're back. We'll be back together and and taking care of Madison in in whatever way that we can. Um, And, you know, my brother and sister and I, we've all we've all kind of had that discussion, although it's been been a long time. Um, but I remember a moment where, you know, I kind of brought, brought them together and my parents were going, were, you know, kind of in a, in a really tumultuous point and arguing a lot. And 
we were all kind of just fed up with it. But um, I believe, I think it was something my, my brother did. I think he kind of kind of ratted on, on us for something. I think we may have had people over our house while my mom was away. And, <laughs> and uh, my brothers, uh, you know, kind of ratted on us. So I, we pulled them in, we pulled them together. And we just, I just said to him, you know, like, you don't do that, number one. <laughs> number, <laughs> I was like, we're, we're over 21. We're, we're, it's, it's allowed. Number two, I was, you know, I was like, this is home team here. Like we, like, we don't argue. We don't do that to each other. We look out for each other. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's going to be, uh, the responsibilities are going to be up to us. And we can't allow, you know, our parents fighting and, and the, the, our relationships with them affect the relationships we have with each other because um, we have to be there for Madison at some point. That's great. So uh, speaking of Madison, let's talk about Madison um, as a sibling with special needs. Yeah. Uh, were you ever um, embarrassed by things that Madison did? No. Um, there were, there were times, <laughs> there were times where, you know, especially when people weren't as aware of, of, uh, autism and, you know, I feel like now so many people have been impacted indirectly or directly, but back, you know, when she was younger, we, there was a few times where I remember we were at a convenience store one time where in the town I was growing, I grew up in and we're on the line and Madison, you know, she would have these, we would call them her safety words. And I can't remember what the safety word of the time was, but there was, um, there was a time period where it was boobies. <laughs> so <laughs> she would just yell that out, and, you know, and we would crack up because it was just like, it was hysterical, you know? Um, but she, I, I don't know what the, the word was at the time, but she kind of did something that uh, on the line and a woman turned around and uh, like said something to my mom along the lines of like, you need to like get your kid under control. <laughs> And I took my, I, said, I looked at my mom and said, okay. And I took my sister out to, out to the car to get away from the, the, uh, the implosion that just, that was about to happen. And my mom came out, you know, I could always tell when she let somebody have it because she, she's not, she's like the nicest person in the world, but, she, and, it, and she doesn't like it, doesn't make her feel comfortable, but she is so fiercely like protective of mm -hmm. her kids that she come, when she came out, she was red in the face, kind of crying, not because you know, she was, it, it's more just like all the emotions and all like her frustrations, you know, with, with everything and um, came out and I'm, I'm sure she, she let that woman have it in, in, <laughs> in the convenience store. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, um, I've, I've never really been in, never really been embarrassed by, by anything that she's done now. Kind of I, like I, you're on the inside of a joke that other people don't get. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say that. I would yeah. definitely say that. And the other part too is that we have such a large extended family who in in the area so my mom is one of four um and they like her brother has uh, seven kids now uh but six that we that we grew up with um and we're really close with uh her sister her two sisters have uh two and three kids and we're all like very close in age um you know i'd say within like top to bottom is probably, you know, 20 years uh, from all, from all those, those, the grandchildren essentially. And uh, they, they're like, they're, you know, they're like an extension of our family. Like they, 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 they were there for all, 
Madison's, you know, not Madison's birthdays, actually. Everybody's birthday was Madison's birthday. She always blew out <laughs> right. the candles. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, it's just, it, she really changed how all of us, I think, treat people. I think um, it, she changed how, she, she changed, I, I have more patience with strangers, kids, uh, you know, people I don't even know because like, I, you know, I, I, I know not to judge, like be quick to judge because, because of Madison. Um, I'm less patient with people who I know and I know know better, you know, with certain things. I so, agree. I, I am the same way. Yeah. So it, it, and it, and it, it also like, it gave me a certain perspective and I, and I, I laugh. I think at times um, it's hard to explain my like life perspective and, and how like I, I go about my, my life and how I want to like raise my daughter and stuff. It, it becomes a challenge a lot of times because people don't have that same perspective um, as, as I do. So I, I'm very laid back with a lot of things. Um, I don't get stressed out by, by like life situations or, or, or inconveniences. Um, but I get stressed out by other people's stress. <laughs> so if they're, they're coming into into a, a, a room and they're, they're bringing in their stress and I, I you know it, it, it's or, or people's moods you know like if uh, somebody's kind of passing along a bad mood you say say you're working with somebody and their boss yells at them so they're yelling at you like that kind of thing stresses me out but not like just not situational stuff um, because I, I just feel like I've gone through so much in in a short amount of time you know I now I'm I've been married I've been divorced like I have a daughter um, uh, I have a daughter and, and her mother and I are not together, uh, you know, grew up with with Madison, my parents divorcing. So it was like I, I, I say the last like 15 years of my life has been, uh, you know, fairly jam packed and, and a little tumultuous at times. But, um, you know, the the ability to kind of overcome it and and kind of still stay true to to who I am. And, and uh, you know, at, at, at times, I think because like, you know, I have, I have a big heart and, uh, I, you know, I think my brother and sister might feel the same way. Um, because of Madison, we, you know, we're, we're loving and caring and, and we, you know, love kids and we give people the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, a lot of times that, that ends up, uh, kind of backfiring on you, you know, people can take advantage of that. But I always say like, I like that. I like who, like who I am like that. And, if I, if I were to ever let that, that part of me change, I would feel like I'd be letting, you know, I'd be letting Madison down. If I became hardened and, uh, you know, I don't know, a rigid person and or angry person, I'd be kind of letting the devil win and letting Madison down. So she's taught me, she's taught her, the lessons she's taught me are far more important, I think, than any lessons I've learned in any relationship, you know, over the past 20 years. So what would you say um, to people who don't have any connection to someone with special needs? Um, you know, I always, I, my, I've often said this, my pet peeve is people who stare, stare when there's behaviors or they're making funny sounds or, yeah. you know, that drives me insane. And yeah. my kids, especially my daughter, she'll say, well, they just haven't been exposed. They don't understand. You have to be patient yeah. with them. And I'll say, 
that's just rude. It's just rude. Stop it. So I, you know, I always ask people, so you grew up with someone with special needs. You have a child with special needs. What do you say to people who have no connection? How did they treat them? How do they act around them? What's your advice? You know, it's, it, I think it's like anything. Um, you know, there, there are certain people who are set, set, set in their ways, or they just lack the, there's certain people that, 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 I, I realized in life and a lot of times, you know, like I hate to say it, it's, it's a lot of like older, older generations, like will la- lack the ability to kind of like expand or, or accept new things or, or uh, see things a different way, you know, like, and I'm talking, you know, everything from, from uh, older generations. So sometimes you'll, you know, you'll have older generations being more racist, <laughs> you know, than, yep. than yes. and, and things like that. So I look at it kind of like that, where it's like, sometimes there are people that, they are, they're kind of timed out, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have, um, I don't, I don't have any, like, I don't have anything to give those people. So I'm not going to stress out about it. I can't help them. Um, I could try to show, you know, try to explain and show them away the way, but I am never going to sweat somebody who I feel after like talking to them and, and, and getting to know them. And if I feel like that, they're the type of person that, you know, is overly opinionated, overly opinionated with a lack of knowledge, and it's just wrong. You know, it's it's something like, you know, I pity them, I feel bad. And I don't let it get to me. Um, Now, if it was, this is the difference between maybe, you know, me and my, my, my mother, and and our relationships to Madison, because yes, we like the kids feel like, like parents to Madison, but I feel that, uh, if it were my daughter, if Lola uh, was on the spectrum, say my daughter, um, and that were to happen, I probably would lose my cool. You know, I probably yeah. would snap because there's a there's a difference. You know, it's it's something that you can only explain when once you have once you have a, uh, a kid and you, and you feel the way that you do about them. Um, I think maybe I don't know. I think maybe when when I was younger, I was I, I would I would feel would be a little bit more aggressive, but you know, I just, I don't think I, 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 I just take pity. If someone were to, if someone were to be like that and, and, and not take the time to get to know Madison or, you know, ask a question, if they're just going to turn and stare and, and make face faces like that, that, that person leaves a sad life. You know, it's, uh, that, we were in a restaurant yesterday and we're seated by the window and our daughter Kelsey was waving to everyone that was coming in and people were just looking at her. Mm-hmm. How do you not wave back? I know. I know. <laughs> and my husband was laughing and goes, what a bunch of losers. You I know. know, we were we were like, how, how do you, I mean, it was entertaining to us because she's waving. You know, we always say that she really has a, a, a career as a professional greeter because she just loves to greet people. Yeah. She gets enjoyment seeing other people greet each other. Like she thinks that's hilarious. That's wonderful. That makes yeah. her smile. And she, people just don't reciprocate. And I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I think it says a lot about like the state of the world right now, you know, and it's so funny you say that because the the first thing that we we taught um we taught our daughter was the word hi and i swear to you at five months old was when she first said it and we we were like no way (laughs) sure sure enough we're at the park we're like this is way too young to be speaking we're at the park the next day and she is she's going hi and waving to people 
waving to everyone. I'll be, I was walking her in the stroller and uh, walking past people who were coming from the Cubs game um, after it had let out because I live up kind of by the stadium uh, here in Chicago. And she, there's a bunch of people, like, you know, drunk people walking by me and, she, and, and, waving to, and waving to her and she's waving back and going, hi. And they're like, no way, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we're so happy about it because she'll go up to kids in the park and, and be like, hi, hat, you know, point, point to their hat. And they, uh, the, the like they're kind of COVID bubble, bubble kids now, you know, and their parents yep. are, are all yep. stressed out about it and whatever. And it's like, you know, I'm, we're really lucky that, you know, she's able, she's so social and like, so like, oh, she's almost too social, you know, she doesn't get like the, the space, spatial boundaries and things like that yet. But um, yeah, I think it's just the state of the world now where, people aren't don't say hi to each other they don't look up um so you know it's something that we we really find important and i think a big thing too is just you know you know it's <clears throat> people are just like really self-involved you know it's really easy to to walk through and walk through an airport with your face and your phone you know right <laughs> and not exactly. engage with other people especially with masks on and everything like that mm -hmm. you know so Anything else you want to add that we haven't covered? Things that you want to share um, or things that you'd like people to know about Madison or about people with special needs in general? Um, I would say just like my message, um, you know, in college, I remember I, I, I think this is the only time I've, you know, publicly spoke about my feelings about being, you know, a sibling of, of a, a child, a child on the spectrum and, um, I know a lot of people go through some really hard times and I've listened to some speeches at, at some, you know, fundraising events and things like that, that, you know, I, I wouldn't say angered me because everybody has their own individual experiences. And, and, and for a lot of people, it's like grieving sometimes after a diagnosis, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and if it, I, I get it, if it happened to you when, when you were, you know, say your sibling was diagnosed and you were pretty young and weren't able to have like, I don't know, maybe maybe, you know, it, it just didn't work out the, like your, your parents relationship, whatever it might've happened, it fell apart and, and, and you didn't get attention. I, I get why that all that stuff would happen, but I just like, I, I always have pushed the agenda that, that you, like the only way to, to make anything better is, is, is through kind of just like coming closer together, laughing and, and, and love, you know, it's, it, it, that's the only way to get through any of that stuff. So, if you feel at times like things are pushing you apart and I, I, I'm guilty of it. You know, I, 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 at times I have wanted nothing more than to, you know, run away to, you know, run to Chicago or go, go back to college and, and kind of run away from the stuff. But it's, um, you know, it, at the end of the day, the only thing, the only thing that like truly grounds me and keeps me happy is my relationships with, with my brothers and my sisters and, and we don't we don't talk like every day or, or 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 anything like that i talk to my mom and dad you know pretty much every day every other day we do stay we, we text a lot and stuff like that but um the you know uh, it's it, it's it's really just about you know coming closer and rallying around that that person and and kind of getting down to their level um you know i think you know i, I would say that sometimes you know my my, my dad's had, uh, you know, difficulties, like maybe connecting with, with Madison as she's gotten older, especially after she kind of hit puberty and everything. And, um, some of the things that, you know, they would do when she was younger, they don't, 
like she doesn't want to do anymore. And because like his the time he spent with her was was like you know much less than when he was you know living at the house and 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 living closer and stuff like that. Um, that it, you know sometimes that connection can can fall off and that's a struggle. But it's uh, I, I just think it's it's really important you know make the effort. He's never you know, he'll see me, her do stuff with my brother and I, and he's always like, how'd you do that? What, you know, what is it that, what is it that you guys are doing that I'm not doing? Like, you have to just kind of rally around that person and know that you have to get on their level. Otherwise, like, they're not going to trust you, you know? And um, I think that's kind of, kind of, they understand that. They understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's just funny because like, if you don't do it, like you, you can feel, Madison can make you feel outcast like an outcast real quick <laughs> she, she it, it, she'll give you like the um like the the treatment she gives dogs right she just kind of turns her back and and uh somehow they don't bother her and she doesn't bother them <laughs> you know um that's funny yeah so um i i just I, I just think you know don't let don't let it be a negative let it be a positive and and learn from it and let it let it impact your life because the, the wisdom and like the patience and, and the skills that you will learn will take you so much further in life. If you are just involved and you, and you embrace it. Um, I am, I'm hands down a, a, a better parent than, um, than I would have ever been without Madison. I think I would have, I I've always liked kids, but I think I would have been a much more selfish person. I think that's my nature. (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of a, kind of a not a, lo- a loner but I'm very independent um and I don't it, you know I think it's uh I say I would say my challenge as, as a parent is is the that independence uh portion of myself you know and and want you know want, needing my my uh, I guess not I guess alone time or or my ability like my time to do the things that I want you know want to do or that that uh de-stress me or or you know help me get through uh the rough times and stuff like that. But I would have been a much more selfish person if it wasn't for Madison. Um, I think everything just kind of came really, uh, really naturally once my daughter was born. And I'm really thankful that, you know, this was my path and, and she helped me get to this place. Great. Well, Chris, I want to thank you so much for agreeing to uh, be a part of this podcast and helping me to advocate and educate people who uh, are different from the rest of us um, for better or for worse. They're different. We love them and they enhance our lives in immeasurable ways. Thank you so much for having me on. Great. Thanks again, Chris. Have a great day. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to It's Not Always Special, a podcast about everything relating to the special needs child. Don't forget to hit subscribe, but most importantly, share us with a friend, because when we know better, not only do we do better, but we are better. Mm